Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always just. Oh, yeah. of Hard Factor. It is Tuesday, April 2nd. Our top stories for the day. I'm going to do one about the Baltimore mayor and she had the perfect scheme but she got caught. Perfect, um, eh? Not, not so perfect then. Corruption right. in Baltimore. Yeah, corruption in Baltimore. It's pretty good. <laughs> no way. Uh, almost perfect. All right, Wes is going to take us to the Brexit expert analysis corner by Wes. You know, every time I see fucking CNN and has a headline on Brexit, I know I'm fucked. So excited. I fucking <laughs> hate this shit. But I appreciate you for informing us and keeping us up to date on Brexit. I will inform it's you. Serious. It's a serious subject. I smoke a cigarette. You too. take your job very seriously. I do. Thank you. Do. you. Welcome. Thank you for your service. All right. Uh, Pat's going to do one about a drama student who stabbed multiple fellow drama students in class. This guy got a little bit too into the scene, maybe. We'll, we'll find out. Oh. Maybe so. And Mark will take us through a lightning round of other headlines. All right, let's talk about Baltimore. So um, Baltimore Mayor Catherine Pugh is taking an indefinite leave of absence announced suddenly on Monday because, quote, she's been advised by her physicians that she needs to take time to recover and focus on her health, unquote. Yeah, translation, get your affairs in order. You're fucked. Yeah. yeah. The, her lawyers advise her to spend as much time with her family as, as she can. Yeah, by physicians. Nothing met. to do with her health. Lawyers. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah, you might think to yourself, that's vague. And that's because, as you guys pointed out, it's vague <laughs> bullshit. Uh, Catherine Pugh is taking a leave of absence because she got caught in one of the more hilarious money-making side hustles in the history of American politics, in my estimation. So She got t- you- caught with her tits in the honeypot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You be the judge on uh, on the scheme here. Um, it all started when Governor Pugh wrote this little children's book called Healthy Holly. Oh. Uh, she wrote this book before she ever became governor. But one thing about being a rising star politician, you're going to run into lots of opportunities to peddle your shitty little children's book onto people who want your favor for their business. And lo and behold, she did find these situations. Yeah. So it's a yeah. perfect scam. Good. Yeah. Lo and yeah. behold, uh, someone that is uh, really passionate about writing children's books will mm. do anything they can to get them sold. Yep. Yeah. Children's healthy books. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Very specific. Yeah. Even more niche. Between, yeah. <laughs> right. Between 2011 and today, uh, Pew became uh, mayor in 2016. Uh, Pew has collected roughly $630,000 in sales to either publicly funded institutions such as the University of Maryland or private business partners of the state in the city of Baltimore, such as Kaiser Permanente Health Plans. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So she so. pretty much said, like, hey, if you want the tax breaks, you're going to buy Healthy Holly and a lot well, of copies I of Well, I mean, it. that's hey, Pat, you said that. Not me. Certainly not Pew. She didn't get uh, she didn't get Barnes and Nobles in there. It was just the, right. just the places in the state that she worked with. You need 10,000 copies of my book pronto. Yeah. You're going to need them because right. they're in my garage. No one's reading them. Just just individuals selling direct to organization like like normal people do when they get their health books. I bet they didn't even get like 90 percent of these books. Uh, I guarantee it. No, no way. All, no way. All these copies are, are represented by, by money. There, no one's no ever way. read these books. No. Yeah. It's not on this Amazon. Book. No. Yeah. I looked. You, you did? Yeah, I didn't not. even I didn't even look it up. There you go. I wish we could read a page from Healthy Holly. I would love that. That's why I went. I'm I sure I am sure it's a gripping page turner. <laughs> Anyways, all this shit that that uh, we just went over has governor of Maryland, Larry Hogan, breathing down Pew's neck for answers. And so, yeah, she's going to call in sick indefinitely. Uh, she also <laughs> resigned from the University of Maryland uh, board, and she, which she returned $100,000 to two weeks ago, calling it a regrettable mistake. This is, I guess, the tip of the iceberg when this shit started to happen. Uh, but then all this shit hit the fan on Monday, and yeah, now she's definitely going to call in sick indefinitely. By the way, can I say Larry Hogan is a prestige name? That's a great it name. It is. Oh, Larry Hogan. Larry Bernhold Hogan. Who's coming over later? Hey, who am I? <laughs> I drink eight glasses of water. <laughs> I don't know. Who are you? I'm Holly. <laughs> oh, because you're healthy Holly. <laughs> I take my vitamins. <laughs> That's what I imagine. The book I wipe about. front to back. <laughs> yeah. All I knew is that you were not Larry Hogan. No, definitely uh, not. That, no, yeah. no. <laughs> nice, nice, nice vaginal infection joke, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what, what do you think the cover is in the book? Come on. Holly's not. It's not healthy Henry. Holly's not 13. Yeah. She's probably like four. Hey, assholes yeah. and vaginas, you know. They don't grow. So, I mean, I don't know. There's not much to say. I mean, it's fucked up. This book basically became a paper trail uh, for the shit that she Good is going to claim she didn't understand she was doing, but she probably did understand she was doing trading money for preferential treatment. Right. And it's something that happens all the time, you know, from city politics all the way through national. Uh, it's one of the hardest parts to figure out about avoiding corruption in politics in general. But I guess in the end, if I was going to say anything about this story is that she should have done real estate. Yeah. Because it seems to me like a lot of these big time politicians get away with a lot of shady real estate deals. How does so. the real estate thing work compared hindsight, to hindsight? I feel like donors sell politicians houses for cheap. I mean, right. It's yeah. it's I've, I've seen it in a lot of areas. I, I believe that. I mean, but it's like, yeah, exactly. Like a house that's yeah. owned by someone you can kind of work out a deal with or, or real estate like you can you can massage that. But uh, a children's book that has your picture on the back yeah. of right. it. It's kind right. of uh, it's like yachts. Yeah, yeah, it's an advertisement. What do you mean? It's like yeah, yachts. you're going to get caught with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced that rich people uh, sell vacations to other rich people that they want something from, and the other the person that wants something from them pays them like a million dollars for a yacht there to rent their yacht for a week. When in actuality, it's only cost. What do you, what do you know about yachts? Where, where's this intel coming I've, from? I've done a show on yachts actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Excuse me. Hmm. Sorry. Why don't oh, you introduce wow. us to the yachts? Well, he's, yeah, he's also about to tell us about Brexit, so watch your back. Holding oh, out he, on yachts, dude. He's a cultured man. A yeah, he is a cultured man. Been on a few big docked right. yachts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Taking it to the internet. <laughs> Smelled a conspiracy. <laughs> Took a shit on one. Okay. Garrett Zat says she's about to mysteriously catch the flu again. Mm. And he got like 91 laughy faces on Facebook, so it makes me think that the mayor has uh, called in with the flu before. She's got a his- history da- of the flu. It's her M.O. Mystery flu. It seems like it. Danielle Nicole says Garrett sat better. She took a leave of absence. LOL, which is what she actually did do. So I guess uh, maybe this is a trend. I'm not sure. Yeah. See, uh, listeners out there, see if you can find us a copy of Healthy Holly. We'd love to read it. Yes. Oh, for sure. Mm. 
Indeed. We'll do a video of us reading it. Yeah. We got a green screen. We It'd can, be great. We can, we can All right, tell us about Brexit, Wes. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> those fucks across the pond just keep making me write shit. Here we go again. It's another Brexit update. At this point, I just hope they fucking give up. I hope like we know. there's like an outbreak of some like really curable disease that takes their mind off of this whole thing. They have to focus on that and they just decide it's not an issue anymore. Just call it off. Yeah, they're just gonna they're just gonna completely forget about Brexit. Good yeah. call. Uh, yeah. And then you'll deny- now the best part about these last two weeks is they've been cranking the volume up on you. Yeah, yeah they have. They're really heating you up on this Brexit shit, my man. I don't want that because then we'd miss out on these great Brexit updates. Yeah. Wes, Wes hasn't slept in weeks. He's been just researching Brexit. Yeah, like I said, every time CNN. He just gets a ding in the middle of the night. He's like, ah, he brings out a piece of paper and pen. Yeah. Ah. What, what's going on over there? So petition. Then he, then he jerks off at it and throws it in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we going with this gag that he's like seriously committed to the story? No, no, no. He has no idea what's going on. No, but he's very yeah. confused. So, uh, yeah. so a petition that was signed by uh, <laughs> six million people in the United Kingdom on their government website to put an end to this madness had lawmakers actually debating whether they should just call the whole damn thing off. Um, in fact, it was the largest number of signatures that had ever been received, which probably doesn't come close to the number of 52 percent of people that voted to Brexit in 2016. Uh, but it's still impressive. Um, I tried to sign the petition over and over again today using different aliases like Oliver England and Harry <laughs> Manchester. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> it wouldn't work. I'm not a citizen. Those are great names. Yeah. So what's going on? Well, the first article I read started throwing this MP abbreviation at me. And honestly, I had no idea what it stood for. Like with the military, military police. yeah, exactly. The military police voting. So yeah. So help me out, guys. Yeah. Uh, members of parliament. I, yeah. members, members of parliament. Members of parliament. We figured that out earlier, obviously. Yeah. So as we stated last time, May has been throwing all kinds of proposals at these old bastards to, you know, uh, help help her deal get passed. And again, they have been voting them down. Uh, four proposals. Most- but wait, did they did they vote down the sun the all right off into the sunset deal? Yes. So far. I, it sounds like it sounds like they're just kind of like, wait, just hold on, Teresa. It's OK. Oh, you know, we'll we'll God. figure this out. Don't go anywhere. Um, you know, so <sighs> four proposals most recently with the closest vote for a commons union agreement uh, that would uh, have the UK remain in the same system of taxes, tariffs, goods as the rest of the EU, uh, but would prevent the UK from striking and independent uh, deals with other countries. Did you copy paste most of this? I, I copied and pasted that sentence. Okay, you know, one hundred percent. I really wish, I really wish they had gone for the sunset deal because I really like that offer. I, I like, I love the idea of just like I'll retire if you do what I want. I forgot to change my all my text to the same kind of text. Yeah, yeah. That's how Mark. Does. Yeah, yeah. No, no. no, it's because you don't write like uh, that. Right. Um, yeah. I I wish that too. Well, Will. informed. Yeah, you're right. Like, About Brexit? It, with with big words. I just change it around most of the time. You don't punctuate correctly. Um. <laughs> I, uh, you should see Wes's notes. It's a fucking disaster. <laughs> I'm an English major it's just too. Drawings, which is, most, which is mo- most embarrassing. <laughs> I spend most of the show just correcting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so that deal was struck down by only three votes. Uh, it was these are these are not actually uh, legally binding votes. It's just kind of like a feeler vote. Do we want to like go with this proposal? So it's not an official vote on Brexit. Um, it's gotten so bad that one member, Nick Bowles, resigned from the Conservative Party, just threw in the towel after his own motion to sustain a single uh, market failed. He said bollocks and walked out as other members were heard yelling, don't go, Nick, while others cheered him. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's too bad he didn't like pull a Jerry Maguire being like, now, who who would like to join me? Who would like to join me? <laughs> who's coming with me? Who, uh, oh, yeah. Who will fancy yeah, to join? But he's British. Who's so. with Who him? would like to join me? Yeah, who's uh, yeah, differently. So, um, right. He did later tweet he was not resigning from his Cush Parliament job, but was no longer part of the Conservative Party. 
Um, they also defeated a motion, this is hilarious, to give the public another vote to approve any Brexit deal approved by Parliament before it would be implemented. So they just have no faith in the way the, the public votes over there, and, and they're just going to take take care of it. Take well, it off the they're idiot's all hands. pretty drunk all the time. Yeah, yeah. They make this garage look like a fucking sober house. Oh, that's tough to do. Yeah. Um, so, I wish so, it was. So May now has until April 12th to reach a deal or get another extension. I will always, as always, keep you uh, somewhat informed of this mess. Yeah. yeah. We're all rooting for that extension. Yeah. We don't want that. Most extension. reliable coverage in the market right here That's on right. Hard Factor. Yeah. Brought to you by Wes. This is very Na- accurate. Name us a better storyteller on Brexit. I've than seen what it looks like when Wes gets a legitimate headache, and he has one right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am constantly just rubbing my head in, in confusion when these things. Just, uh... You got through it. You got yeah, through yeah. it. So, uh, going, yeah, no, that was nice. yeah. going to the internet, um, Hard Factor Wes says, this is the bane of my existence. Please make it stop. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. So uh, I'm going to start this story by reading you guys the definition of method acting. So uh, method acting is a technique of acting in which an actor aspires to complete emotional identification with a part based on a system evolved by Stanislavski and brought into prominence in the U.S. in the 1930s. Yeah, what it is is when it's some psycho gets into character and stays in character all the time on set, like uh, the guy that played Ben Franklin. Or uh, or like Heath Ledger who uh, killed himself after playing the director. Yeah, exactly. It's a system used by some of the greats like Marlon Brando and Dustin Hoffman. And Joaquin Phoenix, who just freaks everyone out. Yeah. 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 You guys also missed Daniel Day-Lewis and Bob De Niro. Marlon Brando uh, also killed himself. Let's relax on the name drop. Okay, look, the reason I'm talking about method acting is because... Daniel Day-Lewis is going to kill himself. I have a theory that the subject (laughs) of this story was employing this exact technique. So a University of Hartford theater student, Hartford, uh, has been charged with attempted murder after stabbing two of his classmates while reenacting a a movie scene for drama class. Yeah, so for some reason, these three students were reenacting a scene from the 2004 Ashton Kutcher classic, The Butterfly Effect, in their dorm room, which, by the way, makes me question the quality of the drama program of the University of Hartford. How dare you? Come on. I dropped a few inappropriate suicide jokes there. Right. But the ending, the alternate ending of uh, Butterfly Effect has the best suicide of all time where he goes back to the womb and strangles himself as a baby inside Look, the womb. I'm not saying he doesn't it's want not, to fuck everyone's lives up. I'm yeah, not saying it's not a yeah. great movie. I'm just saying it shouldn't. I forgot about it that. shouldn't yeah. be in drama class, probably at a collegiate now, level. You know, the Butterfly Effect was like the beach, like after the beach. And you're like, yeah, ah, it's the same thing. It's a good movie. Though. It's a good movie. OK, whatever. Anyway. During rehearsal, which took place on Sunday, the 21-year-old Jake Washer got a little bit too into the role, and he brutally stabbed his scene partners Mm. before fleeing on foot, at which point he dove headfirst into his next role, playing prominent Mm. Chicago vascular surgeon Dr. Richard Kimball. I get get it. Unfortunately, this performance was short-lived because he was arrested two hours later in the woods outside of campus. Fugitive joke. It's a fugitive joke. He's the main character in The Fugitive. Yep. You like that? Yeah. That's pretty good. Anyway, look, the, the victims, if you can even call them that... Because if you ask me, these kids should be thankful they got an up-close-and-personal lesson on method acting, but the news is calling them victims. So Anyway, they were rushed to the hospital. Uh, and the tw- Yeah, they got stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> They're quintessential victims. It was quite a lesson. <laughs> but a victim only gets something taken from them. In these the, in this victims instance, that the they, paper describes yeah, like as their blood. victims. But is, but, is, but is a stabbed victim they were, in awe a victim? They were given something, too. Uh-huh. A lesson yeah. in method yeah, acting. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, the 21-year-old victim uh, uh, suffered a puncture wound to his chest and uh, he had to go under surgery well the 19 year old victim suffered uh, puncture wounds well four puncture wounds to his back and so, to his ego because he could never act as well as that guy yes <laughs> he's finished <laughs> there was just he got he got two of them uh, other pussies pussy actors just stood around being like what do we do yeah what do we do ah! 
<laughs> well, they were like, he was a really good actor. So they were like very enthralled with his acting. Throw the first one. That's what it was. And then the second one it... just got, I guess, got stabbed. Yeah, the second one. They thought it was a retractable blade and, and uh, like ketchup packet. And they're, like, like, they're like, guys, let's continue to be method actors as pussies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, Washer's being held under two counts of attempted murder for $1 million bond. This makes sense. Uh-huh. Which is a small price to, pl- to pay for such extreme dedication to his craft. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Taken to the internet. Sounds like the pretrial charges that would be appropriate. Yeah, he's in trouble. Uh, so I went on his Facebook, which is still up, and there's there's lots of guys trolling his Facebook. And Mark Sheridan commented on on an old older post that says, uh, "Mark Sheridan says at least he gave college a stab." I like it. Seven out of ten. But um, bum. Seven out of ten. All right, let's get to some stories we could not get to. Today's episode is brought to you by Tommy John. Hey there, I'm a pair of Tommy John underwear. Could you tell by the confidence in my voice? Hey, listen, it's actually pretty easy being the best. I'm the most comfortable underwear in the world. Sorry, I had a Titanic moment. I'm so light and comfortable. When you wear me, it feels like you're skinny dipping in lake orgasm. I sport a no-wedge guarantee. Trust me, I'm not going up your asshole. We both aren't interested in that. You can smell all the other underwear coming, but not me, friendo. I'm made of a variety of fabrics that is designed to move with you and away from that asshole. I'm also made from quick-drying antimicrobial fabric with seamless bonded edges that offer a no-visible panty line guarantee. That's right, I'm ladies' underwear, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm getting put on right now. Here comes that vagina. Tommyjohn.com and slash hard and get 20% off your first order. That's Tommyjohn.com slash hard for 20% off. Tommyjohn.com slash hard. Living on the edge of a lightning bolt. Oh, yeah! Boeing 737 MAX jets are going to remain grounded for a few weeks after the Federal Aviation Administration, or FAA, said Monday afternoon that the plane maker is going to continue to work on a software fix. Oh. Mm-hmm. To which everyone said, take your time. Yeah. Nice. That, was, that was a Mark Sheridan joke. Seven, it, out, I, seven out of ten, baby. <laughs> seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. <laughs> it's a C, baby. Uh, seems, seems like some people <laughs> in the Democratic Party might have told Lucy Flores to chill the fuck out. Uh, and feel flattered for getting her hair sniffed by Joe Biden. Who wouldn't, right? That's because on Monday, when asked if she would support the former vice president if he wins the Democratic nomination, Flores, who supported Sen- Senator Bernie Sanders' last go-around in the 2016 election, said, that's not even a question. Of course I would support Biden. Uh, sounds like the Democratic Party is uh, rolling out the red carpet of ladies' shoulders, yeah. hair, and hips for Biden. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. They're gonna they're gonna let it slide again, just like they used to. I mean, I got I, I got no beef with Biden loving the smell of ladies' hair. Who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, you, you think he's got a favorite scent? You know, dude, I mean, like dude, that, gets it in there. That guy is like a sommelier of women's shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Every he's, scent. He's like, what is that, Paul Mitchell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do not he do not let Joe Biden in a Bath and Body Works. He's no. like, uh, what what is that looting tune? His skunk, head will explode. The skunk with the fumes. Like Pepe he, Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. He's, he just float. He's floating into women's hair. Like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, David Blaine, one of the most famous con artists in the world, apparently has been pulling off an even greater magic trick than levitation. Do you guys want to guess what it is? What is it? it mm-hmm. It's rape. Turns out Blaine was raping women and getting away with oh. it because tricking half of them into a stupor with magic wasn't enough for him. He had to trick the few resilient ones with chemicals and forcefully have sex with their in and out of conscious bodies. See, that's, uh, that's how I know magic isn't real. This, of course, is allegedly. You, you remember that, uh, that show, The Pickup Artist? 
Of course. Right. And all they did That's was like tricking. magic. Be like, right. did you see the fight? Right. And then magic. And then right. the girls were just spreading their legs. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I've levitated my way into your vagina. Yeah. They hooked up with people based on magic? Oh, yeah. That was yeah. The, one of their biggest things. They their their ins were magic tricks. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the art of the game or the, the, the yeah. pickup artist, one of their biggest tricks is, is magic, which is why I'm making fun of David Blaine, yep. who it wasn't enough for him. He had to rape people. All allegedly, oh. uh, two victims came out and said in 1998 and 2004, respectfully, that they were raped uh, with spiked drinks and blackout just, you know, Blaine had his way with them. But uh, I guess law enforcement doesn't see enough into this or they got tricked by his magic, so they're letting it go for now. So, again, it's allegedly. Uh, I'll guess, what, guess what? I'll let you be the judge. Watch two minutes of any David Blaine YouTube video you want and decide for yourself if he's a rapist. He's a real creepy guy. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Uh, Only two more days until I go to Tahiti for 11 days. So please, please get out there and leave 100 iTunes reviews from new iTunes accounts so that the boys have to work on Friday. Uh, Yes, leave those new reviews. Yeah, good luck getting us to do all the shows while you're gone. I'll be in an overwater bungalow hoping that the shows slay. Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Please spread the word. (laughs) Please spread the word to your friends. And as always, have a great fucking day. See you later, yeah! Huh. Look at them yo-yos, that's the way you do it. You play the guitar on the MTV. That ain't working.